allowed me to introduce myself. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Well, y'all done came a long way. I think that y'all have a certain amount of respect for, you know, what everybody else does. And y'all are just the best at what y'all do. This platform, the reach y'all have that you've earned, makes space for somebody like me. You guys have a direct line to the culture. Oh, my God, I'm on the radio with Angela Charlemagne and DJ Envy. Damn. Yes, you are. Hey. All I do is read about the breakfast club. Really? Every morning, That's good. you guys are trending. Every, uh, you know, I drag my ass out of bed. I'm like, uh, what happened on the breakfast club today? Get, get your ass up. Good morning, USA. Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Monday. Yes, it's Monday. Back to the work week. Back to the damn work week. Hello. Good morning. How y'all feeling out there? Hopefully everybody had a, a great weekend. Shout out to everybody in Atlanta. It was Queens Day in Atlanta, so um, I didn't know that many people from Queens actually lived in Atlanta. I had a great time in Atlanta, ran into a lot of the uh, the OGs in Atlanta that put a lot of people on from legendary uh, morning host Ed Lover was there. So shout to Ed Lover. Drop a bomb for Ed Lover. Legendary. Drop one of Clues bombs for Ed Lover. Yeah, Give Clues me a, bombs. You just, how you going to talk about Queens Day You're right. but won't say a Clue bomb? McClue wasn't there, but Lamar Odom was there. Shout to Lamar Odom. He was there. Drop a bomb for Lamar Odom, Queens finest. It was a it was a lot of old Queens heads that put a lot of people on. Man, it was I had a great time out in Queens. Now, man. What's the correlation? Atlanta, Why is there a Queens Day in Atlanta? I guess so many people from different parts of the country moved to Atlanta because at one time, you know, Atlanta real estate was cheap. You could get a a, a, a lot of bang for your buck. <laughs> But there was a lot of now, Queens, Queens people out there, man. I had a great time. Shout out to Grandmaster Vic as well. Hmm? It's Atlanta. Are you sure it was representing the borough of Queens? Shut up. It might have been. <laughs> are you positive? <laughs> shut up. I'm just saying. Y'all shut might have up. Been at the wrong event. I'm just shut saying. up. So shout out to everybody who was okay. out there. And then Sunday we did our uh, our real estate seminar out in Atlantic City. We had over 1,000 people. So shout out to everybody that came out. Shout out to Walla Walla was there. My uh, guy, Wallow. Wallow spoke to the people for a little bit. It was a great event. So shout out to everybody that came out. Welcome back, E. Oh, hello. Thank you. I'm back. I've been on away. I was in a wedding in Barbados last weekend, and then I was in Jamaica uh, this past weekend for an event for the University of the West, Indies, American Foundation for the University of the West Indies. And now I'm back home. Okay. Well, so, welcome yeah, back. Good to be here. And shout out to Sean Paul, who, by the way, pulled up and took us out, took us to Hellshire Beach in uh, Jamaica. We stayed in Kingston this time, but it was an amazing time. And here I am back at work. You know, a lot of times you have work to do, but you're like, I'm going to make this into a little mini vacay at the same time. But they do have a curfew in Jamaica and in Barbados. So you can go out, but you have to be in at 8 o'clock. And then Sunday is a no movement day in Jamaica. So you can't go anywhere unless you go to church or the airport or you're an essential worker. That's for COVID? That's COVID mm-hmm. protocol? Oh, wow. Yeah, COVID protocols. Yep. All right. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. And you had a great show Friday, Charlemagne. I did. The God's Honest Truth every Friday uh, Friday night at 10 p.m. This week we unpacked uh, the FBI and, you know, how an institution that was uh, founded and established way before a lot of people, you know, had, had, had rights and civil liberties in this country. How could that, you know, organization ever be truly here to protect us? But, yes, it was a great show. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? 
Yes, and let's figure out what is happening in St. Louis. They said there are murders targeting sex workers, and there's been bodies of a woman, a teenage girl, and a man discovered over the past two weeks in that city, and we'll talk about what's happening. All right, we'll, get, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela E, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front-page news. Now in uh, football, NFL, the Bills beat the Washington football team. The Browns beat the Bears. Uh, that was Odell's, uh, he, this is his uh, first game back in a long time, right? Yeah. The Ravens beat the Lions. The Cardinals beat the Jaguars. Chargers beat the Chiefs. The Saints beat the Patriots. Falcons uh, beat the Giants. Giants preparing for next season. Uh, the Bengals beat the Steelers. The Titans beat the Colts. Broncos beat the Jets. The Raiders beat the Dolphins. Uh, the Rams beat the Buccaneers. The Vikings beat the Seahawks. The Packers beat the 49ers. And tonight... In Monday Night Football! My Dallas Cowboys are going to watch the Philadelphia Eagles. And I don't like how you just breezed past the fact the Atlanta Falcons, dropping the clues bomb for the Atlanta Falcons, you know, beat the New York Giants, who are now butthole in three on the season. Yes, okay? we lost. Uh, butthole in three. In the last couple of seconds. But uh, tonight, you know I don't care who wins. Do too? What do they, they do? They stink. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's the New York Giants. They're 0-3 right now. They're butthole in three. Okay. Tonight, I don't care who wins. It doesn't matter to me. They could both lose. It could be a tie. I don't care. Now, in the WNBA playoffs, the uh, Mercury beat the Storm 85-80, and the Chicago Sky beat Minnesota Lynx 89-76. Now, what else we got, Yee? All right. Well, we were talking about these sex workers. They're saying that murders are targeting sex workers in St. Louis and it's under investigation by the police. And they actually want your help right now, too. They said it was a recent spate of murders and they may have been carried out by the same person. But the FBI is not saying whether or not they feel like this is the same person as they're still continuing their investigation. Pam Abercrombie, 49, she was found dead September 16th on the sidewalk. Marnie Haynes was uh, 16 years old and was found shot to death in St. Louis County on September 13th. And Casey Ross, who was 24, was found fatally shot Sunday in a vacant lot. According to the St. Louis police, in a statement on September 17th, they said sex workers have been targeted and have either been shot or shot at by unknown suspects. Now, according to Abercrombie's cousin, she said her relative was not a sex worker, but a hustler who did odd jobs. So until they finalize the investigation, they're not trying to categorize this as a serial killer right now. But they are asking for people, if you have any idea who could be doing this, to please call Crime Stoppers Hotline 866-371-TIPS. And they also said whoever is responsible for at least these three murders, there are specific ways the public can help. They believe these three murders uh, are connected along with other attacks. They also say in at least some of the cases, sex workers were targeted. So you may know the person responsible and not even realize that you know that person. If you see a change in a person's normal routine, if they're missing school or work, or if a vehicle unexpectedly takes to a repair is taken to a repair shop, sold or disposed of, or if you're unable to get in touch with somebody in the late evening hours, if someone alters their physical appearance, or they have unexplained injuries or a change in alcohol or drug consumption, sleep patterns, if they're irritable, that person, look out for behaviors because that person could be perhaps someone responsible because they are trying to get help from the public. Mm. So which one did they say was was not a sex worker? Which one? Which, which person? Pam Abercrombie, who is um forty nine, who is forty nine years old, according to one of her relatives, they're saying that mm. she was not a sex worker. She was just a hustler. And one person's even saying that they don't think that it's a serial killer and that black women are being targeted. Uh, she said that a lot of times people just do dumb dumb things and endanger themselves, like stealing from or antagonizing their customers. And so, not sure exactly. They haven't released all the information of, of what they know, but they do feel like all of these are somehow connected. 
Did I hear you right? Did you say one of them was 16? Mm-hmm. Yikes. All right. Well, that is your front page news. If you know anything, again, Crime Stoppers, 866-371-TIPS. All right. And also in New York today, all healthcare workers must receive at least their first dose of COVID-19. You mean the vaccine? Yes. That's what I said, the vaccine. They must receive the first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine uh, by today. Today is the day. If not, uh, I believe they will let you go. So if you are a healthcare worker, they're saying you must receive at least your first dose of COVID-19 vaccine by today. And this is regulated by the state. All right. Now get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Maybe you had a great weekend and you want to spread some positivity or maybe you had a sucky weekend. Whatever it may be. 800-585-1051. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? What's up, DJ? EJ. EJ, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. I got a question. What's the protocol of getting booted in, uh, in the middle of the morning, like whenever you get get up from your wife? You still got to put the same energy in as far as, like, if you was doing that night, like, you got to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. So do you just turn over and just get in it, or do you just marinate rub? Nah, I mean, my wife understands if, it, if it's one of those mornings, you just got to get in and get out. You know, you got to get to work. You can't be late. Just got to get it, you got to get it in quick. It ain't, it ain't no, you know. Yeah, there is no protocol, by the way. I mean, everybody's life is different. Everybody's wife is different. There's no protocol. Like, what do you mean protocol? Like, there's a, a passcode. Like, you got, is it a video game? Up, up, down, left, right, select, start, A, B. No, that's not how this works. Yeah, because he said that wrong, Charlemagne. I'm surprised. I don't you. remember the code no more. Because my wife was like, you got to get up. It's time to get up to go to work. I'm like, yo, wait a minute. Why I got to put in all this extra work in the morning? It's just going to be, let's do it. Then let's just go to work. But I don't know. I nah, just give her a little bit and say, baby, I'll be back later. Why y'all want that rush sex anyway? Because you got to get to work. You might just want to let work. one go. How old are you, sir? <laughs> so therefore. Two bags. Empty one bag and go in and get another one. It's good. How old are you? 44. Oh, man. You got more energy than me because I wouldn't have no legs trying to do something like that early in the morning. I'm broadcasting from home if I do that early in the morning. Therefore, y'all have a good one. Appreciate y'all. All right, man. Hello, who's this? Hey, I need to get this off my chest so quickly. First of all, I love y'all. But second of all, ye, as soon as you left the building, do you know what they want to sit down and talk about? I can just guess. Go ahead, tell me. Exactly, exactly. And I'm so sick of my ears being exposed to this early in the morning, every time I go to leave the station. Every time I go to leave the station. What are you talking about? What are we talking y'all, about? Yup. Mm-hmm. We had, had to have a whole conversation about me. Did we not? Um, that conversation Ooh. was actually based off a conversation Angela E. and Seven Streeter was having. That is true. You know what I'm saying? That is you true. See how y'all, you see how you're so quick to blame like, us? As soon as he leaves, like, whoa, let's talk about Penis, penis, all morning once I'm not there, all morning. Soon as as you leave, we expound on a topic that her and her friend, Seven Streeter, was talking about. But we the problem. No, she hung up. Exactly. That logic don't even make no sense. (laughs) No sense at all. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hey, hit us up now. And welcome back, E. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Ace, the 37-year-old virgin. I finally lost my virginity. Wow. Uh, I'm not cheering Congratulations. 
How was Thank it? it? It was amazing. Uh, oh, wow. And I'm about to be a dad. Already? She Wait a second. Come on, you Come on now. You lost stuff. your virginity and got someone and pregnant? And you know by the weekend, see? <laughs> yeah. Lie to us, like. You just hung up on him. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Lame. Don't lie. Don't even sound like right. Me? Hello, who's this? This is Diane. Good morning, Breakfast Club. Welcome back. Diane, good morning. Get it off good your morning. chest. Good morning. Good morning. I just wanted to congratulate the, the WNBA, the two goats in the WNBA, Diana Tarazi and Sue Bird. And thank you, DJ NB, for announcing the scores. Oh, that's, that's right, the WNBA. Thank you. You know, somebody called last week and was like, yo, Envy, you got to announce them WNBA scores. I said, as soon as the playoffs start, that's when we announce them. So congratulations to the WNBA. Yes, and Sue Bird and Diana Torres. Great game yesterday. Thank you. All righty. Thank you. All right, good day. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's JT from Jersey. JT. Breakfast Club. What up? Get it off your chest, bro. Yo, I just wanted to uh, thank you guys for doing this. I listen to you guys going to work every morning. Um... You guys are great. Uh, Charlamagne, I want to thank you for also always, you know, talking about mental health. You know, you helped me feel like it was okay to go to therapy for what I was dealing with when I lost my mom years ago. Um, yes, sir. It, it saved me, man. Let me tell you. Let's I, go. I, 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 I preach that to everybody. Um, well, listen, I don't know if, you, if you're going to be in New York on a 1010 World Mental Health Day, but I'm doing my Mental Wealth Expo at the Marriott Times Square. It's a free event open to the public from 11 to 4. It's going to be a day of mental health education and healing. So pull up. For sure, for sure. All right, bro. I hope you guys enjoy your day, man. You too now. Thank you, you too. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Anonymous. Hey, Anonymous, get it off you your chest. You don't have to be anonymous on the radio. You can just change your name. That's true, but I'll just stick with Anonymous. Um, I'm a New York City school teacher, and I'm getting really sick and tired of hearing these commercials from the chancellor and that doctor talking about schools are safe. Schools are not safe. They're not making schools safe. There's no social distancing happening. The classrooms are packed. Kids can't keep their masks on all day. And there is no cleaning happening. We are, like, it's a big, fat lie. And I think that they should have given parents a remote option for their students. Wow. Mm. Well, you would know. you on the yep. inside. That's right. My school was just profiled um, because of the way they handled the COVID outbreak um, in the beginning of this year. It is not safe at all. Wow. And they're lying to parents, straight out lying to parents. Wow. Damn. All right. Listen, one of my um, friends who was with us in Jamaica just now, her, her daughter, uh, there was a COVID outbreak at her school, so they had to now switch to being at home. And that just happened while we were away. So Yeah, that's going to happen a but whole not, lot more. Be safe. No, it's not because they're not even going to be requiring students to va- to um, quarantine anymore if there's an exposure. Really? Even if they're unvaccinated. Yes, even if students are unvaccinated, they do not have to quarantine anymore because they're trying to do anything in their power to keep the school buildings open. You said that's in New York? Yep, New York City. Yes. Because Jersey, what- Jersey, if you're, you're exposed, they make you stay home if you're exposed and then you have to take a test to come back to school. Nope, not here in New York City. That's crazy. I wonder what the logic yep. in that is. I wonder why they feel to that way. To keep the buildings they... open. Mm. That don't make so sense. So nothing to do with the fact maybe it doesn't impact kids that way? or I don't know. Nope. Just to keep the buildings open. They don't want to have uh, mass closures and parents get stuck trying to figure out what to do with their kids again. Wow. Man. All right. Well, thank you for calling. It's a hard time. Thank you for being a teacher. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way. Yes. And let's talk about Kelly Price. It was a really hard situation over the weekend. People heard that she was missing from her family members. Well, fortunately, she's okay. I'm going to tell you what she had to say. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
Vegas DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's Yo. get to the rumors. Let's talk Kelly Price. It's about time. What's going on? Yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, over the weekend, people thought that Kelly Price was missing her family, said that they weren't able to find her, and she has broken her silence on what happened. Here is what she had to say. It hasn't been two months since I've seen my sister. It's been a year. I haven't been in the same room with her since my mother's funeral. Prior to that, we hadn't seen each other all pandemic long. That's not new for us. We've been strained for a very long time. I was never missing. I was in my home. I was being seen by doctors. First and foremost, with two people in the house with COVID, we both had COVID. There was no visiting the house. We both had active COVID cases. Everyone in my family knew exactly where I was. All right. Well, she also talks about her experience having COVID and how bad it was for her while she was in the house and having to go to the hospital. Here's what else she said. Going into the hospital, I'd actually had COVID for over a week, but my conditions were progressing in the wrong direction from home. My temperature had raised right to about 103 and my breathing was extremely shallow. And so I had to go to the hospital. I was discharged. The hospital needed beds. I was able to go home with oxygen and have home health aides come check on me throughout the week, which is what happened for a period of four weeks after being released from the hospital. So people were definitely seeing me. The people that could actually say something are not allowed to because of HIPAA law. All right. Now, if you recall, back on July 29th, she had posted on Instagram that she was uh, positive for COVID and it was following doctor's orders. She was quarantined. She was feeling drained. She had a splitting headache. And she said uh, she was expecting to have a fast recovery. But here she is talking about the on-lasting effects from COVID. I suffered a lot of internal damage. And so I have a lot of rehabbing to do before I am able to be what I like to call concert again. And um, following the year I've had losing so many people, um, I had just lost my grandmother before I was diagnosed. Well, first and foremost, I'm sending Man, healing that energy, was so sad. Uh, the, the, the Kelly Price. Definitely sending healing energy to Kelly Price. But where did the missing re- report thing come from? Where yeah. did that come from? Yeah, because didn't they say her kids her sister. Her sister didn't speak to her? Did her kids speak to her or something like that? Or no, that was a lie. Yeah, no, they, they knew she was fine, but she said her sister, her sister was originally the one that was saying that they couldn't find her. Mm. And so, so she was saying they already missing... were having some distance and a disconnect. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they didn't actually have a missing persons report. Because I, I thought that was the story I saw. Yeah. Kelly Price had it was a missing persons report. Yeah, it was her sister that said that uh, she was not, that she was missing. And then her attorney put out a statement saying that she was fine and that she was okay. And then her sister mm. was disputing that. And so other people had spoken to her and said they knew she was fine. She was at home. So uh, yeah. there's more to it. But she did say at one point that she technically passed away while in the hospital for a minute. Wow. At Yikes. some point, they lost me. I woke up some days later, a couple of days later. And the first thing I remember is the team of doctors standing around me and asking me if I knew what year it was. Wait, when you say they lost you, can you clarify what that means? Yeah, I, I, I died. Wow. Well, I'm glad she's still here to tell that story. Absolutely. And clearly her and her sister don't, don't communicate like that, right? Yeah, that's what she said. They yeah. don't really speak like that. She had already been estranged from her. 
Mm. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. That was really shocking when we're like, oh, my God, Kelly Price is missing. But thank God she's okay, And hopefully she recovers and gets rid of some of these ongoing effects from COVID. All right. That's got to be the weirdest psychological mind F ever to be sitting, you know, wherever you're at. And then all of a sudden it comes up that you're missing. Like I'm not missing. I'm right here. Okay. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, we got a, a major announcement we'll give you guys. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, what up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. Let me tell you about my friends at the General Insurance. They offer quality coverage at prices you can afford. Make the right call and go with the General, and you could save over 34%. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Drum roll, please. Now, after a year and a half of taking off because of COVID, Powerhouse New York City is back. Okay, okay. Sunday, November 21st in Newark, the Prudential Stop Center. Screaming. Simmer down, sir. Shut up. Jesus the tickets Christ. go now on sale. Now it's an exciting announcement. This Friday Scream. at 10 a.m. Excitement doesn't mean yelling. It doesn't translate to yelling. Tickets okay. go on sale this Friday now. The Breakfast Club is giving away a trip for two. Two Powerhouse will fly you in. We'll take care of your hotel. Charlemagne will personally be driving you around the city. That's a damn lie. Don't lie. Don't lie. Don't exactly. lie. Don't say that. Right. Well, we'll fly. Ain't we'll fly to Powerhouse and then you'll get a hotel. Why the hell would I be driving somebody I don't know. I thought it'd be cool. Y'all could just sit in the car. You can talk yeah. about your new show. You can give them some books. You're the car you show know. guy. Shouldn't I, you I, drive exactly. somebody around? I, 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 hold up. Hold on. You got the cars that people can be chauffeured around in, so you do that. All right. Well, okay. the Breakfast Club is giving away a trip for two to Powerhouse. We'll fly you in. We'll take care of your hotel and give you tickets to the show. Now, who's on the show? Treat me like I'm a listener. Now, stop yelling at me, first of all. Nope. Second of all, that sounds good, but. Why would I also be excited to come to New York? Who's on the lineup? That's what I just said. Would you let me do this? No, because you're yelling. I'm distracted. No, it's not. Shut up. Here we go. Now, on the show, first, has the probably the biggest record of the summer, Capella Gray. But I'm a jealous. Hey. The city is my palace. Hey. What I'm going to do? Because I want she and she and she. Capella Gray will be in the building at Powerhouse New York City. Also, for the ladies, Saweetie will be in the building. That my best friend. She a real bad Got her own money. She don't need no on the dance floor. She had two, three drinks. Now she's twerking. My God, deep. I just got to, hold on, hold on. You got to pause for a second. Why is that just for the ladies? Men love Sweetie as well. Well, that's our only lady on the stage that we announced so far. That's why. <laughs> for everybody, Sweetie. <laughs> All right. Okay, Miss Politically Correct. Now, shout, here we go. Shout out to Spin King and friends. My guy, Spin King, DJ Spin King. Will be, he brought out 6ix9ine a couple of years ago. He has records with A Boogie, records with 50, so you never know who he's going to bring out. Now, also, Polo. Got no Spin King music to play? Wait a minute. Hold on. Spin King and Friends don't have a record? I told them to get time to say Boogie. They didn't pull it up. Oh, okay. You're messing this announcement up. Come on, Charlamagne. All right. Now, also, Polo G will be joining us. I ain't joking. Do it sound like I'm kidding. I've been making like 2,000 a minute. So high up through the clouds, I was swimming. I'm probably going to drown when I'm in it. I bet she going to get loud when I'm in it. All right. Still with me? Hit that drum roll again. 
You still with me so far? We announced Capella Gray, Saweetie, Polo G, Spin King, and Friends. Again, Powerhouse is back Sunday, November 21st to Prudential Center. Get your tickets to Ticketmaster this Friday at 10 a.m. Also, money bag, yo! I just looked at my wrist, I, I got, got time, time today. Get them okay. crossing the line today. Hey. The hate be so real, the hey. love be fake. Be bumping their gums and bumping my teeth. Hey, I don't like Charlotte, I don't like ye, I don't like nobody. Oh, they didn't say that. All right, money yeah, bag, yo, be there. Also, the Migos will be touching that stage. Straightening, straightening, straightening. Hey, hey, now we have more acts to be announced. This is the first part of it. Migos, Moneybag, Yo, Polo G, Saweetie, Capella, Gray, Spin King, and Friends. And like I said, more acts to be announced. Now, tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. But Powerhouse New York City is back. And the Breakfast Club will be flying two people to Powerhouse. Doesn't matter where you're from. We'll be taking care of your hotel, your tickets, and all of that. All right. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. All right, so let's go. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been so a minute. We ready. All right, all right, all right, all right. Now, let's open up the phone lines 800 585 1051. Clear your mind, clear your mind, clear your mind. That announcement is there. All right, clear your mind, clear your mind. Now, you got it? You got the audio? <laughs> okay, all right. Kalani, am I clear? Through. Yeah, you're clear. Kalani stopped to. Uh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. You need the Wusa. I did right, Wusa. Get, get out of your concert announcement voice because you're still yelling. All right, let me wait. Wusa. Back to conversation, sir. Mm-hmm. Conversational tone. Count, count okay. for me. Yeah, good count for me. Radio 101. Come on, breathe. I'm breathe in. Breathe in. Breathe in. <sighs> All right, now. Kalani stopped by. Kalani stopped last by week. last week. Yes, she did. There Charlemagne and I had a great conversation with her. There we talked go. about uh, uh, actually uh, joint co parenting. Do we have audio? Can we play that audio right fast? Yeah. You're going on tour. Yeah. How is that going to be with the baby? I mean, her dad's awesome and he's super like fluid when it comes to my career so he's like you want me you want me to come with her and just like we all hang out and like we'll go back and forth and we just have a great system and we're a great co-parenting team and we just we'll take it as it comes but you know you always hear about baby daddy drama and baby mama drama like you don't ever hear about like healthy co-parenting too much i think when really at the the moment you guys become parents you guys need to view each other as literally whoever this baby is parents that's it like you need to all the ex thing needs to go out the window so all right. So, so where the healthy co-parents at? That's what we want to hear from this morning, right? That's right. 800 That's a great way to start five off. 585-1051. We want to know, uh, do you have a good relationship with your baby mama, baby dad, your co-parent in a healthy way? How did y'all yeah. get there? Tell us how it works. Call us up right now. We always hear about baby daddy drama, baby mama drama. Let's highlight some of the healthy co-parenting relationships out there. Right. right. 800. It's got to be relief when y'all been beefing and then all of a sudden you guys can figure out how to make it work because that's a difficult time for everybody. Stressful for the kids, stressful for the parents, for the families and all of that. Or, may- or maybe you never was beefing. All right. Well, let's open up the phone lines. Let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, Kalani was on The Breakfast Club last week. And uh, when we were here, we were talking about co-parenting. And this is what she said. Yeah. You're going on tour. Yeah. How is that going to be with the baby? I mean, her dad's awesome. And he's super, like, fluid when it comes to my career. So he's like, 
you want me you want me to come with her and just like we all hang out and like we'll go back and forth and we just have a great system and we're a great co-parenting team and we just we'll take it as it comes but you know you always hear about baby daddy drama and baby mama yeah. drama like you don't ever hear about like healthy co-parenting too much i think when really at the, the moment you guys become parents you guys need to view each other as literally whoever this baby is parents that's Word. it like you need to all the ex thing needs to go out the window so so we're asking 800-585-1051. Are you in a relationship where you guys can co-parent well? Maybe you're not together personally or, or in love or maybe you fell out of love, but you could co-parent well and you co-parent great and it's not a problem. That's what we're asking. Now, we've seen Listen. this in the industry with Diddy. We've seen it with Swiss Beats. We've seen it with uh, a bunch of people. I just think it's dope to highlight healthy co-parenting relationships because there's always a focus on the baby daddy, baby mama drama. You know what I mean? Whenever it's an issue between a, a, a baby father and a baby mother, that gets highlighted and that's all over the news. But you don't really hear about healthy co-parenting relationships, you know, too often. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hi, good morning. My name's Maria. Hey, Maria. Good morning. Maria, Maria. Now, do you get along with your uh, baby daddy? I do get along with him great. Um, I'm the type of person that believes that just because a relationship failed, it should not have an impact on the other person's parenting. Um, he's a great dad, always has been. Our relationship failed, but that had nothing to do with how good of a dad he was. Um, he still helps me a lot. I'm a full-time student, and I have a full-time job, too. And he helps me out a lot with our daughter. Uh, we split the time evenly during the week. And uh, he's a great dad. That's he dope. really is. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. And, I, I, and I don't know why more people don't think like that, because you need both parents. You need a father. You, you need do. a mother. Some mothers like to weaponize, you know, their children against the father just because the relationship didn't work out. Like, you can't be with me, mm -hmm. so you can't be with your kids either. That's yeah. whack. And, then some and in fathers... the end, that, that, that ends up affecting the child more than the adult because my daughter needs her father. Even though we're not together, she needs her father and she needs me. There's things that I cannot give her as Absolutely. a man. And there's things that she's not going to get from him as a woman. She needs both of us. It's a team. Absolutely. You know, some dads don't don't want to be in their child's life because maybe the, the mother doesn't want to be with them no more. So the dad feels like we're hurting the mom by doing that. But no, you're actually hurting the child. Not at all. All right. Mm -hmm. Thank you for calling. Hello. Who's this? Hello. This is BK. BK, what's up? Talk to us. Hey, listen, man. I wanted to call in and talk about the co-parenting. What's up, Charlamagne? What's up, DJ uh, Angela Yee? But, man, I wanted to say, man, co-parenting. <laughs> DJ it's Angela like, Yee. <laughs> <laughs> it started out tough for me, man. Really? Okay. Yeah, man. It was a journey. Like, yeah, before my child was even born, her mother was trying to take me in and put me on child support. But we went through a whole bunch of stuff in the very beginning. And right now, my child is 11. And we do great with co-parenting with each other. Like when it comes to my daughter, we we pretty much agree on a lot of things now, and it's really helpful. I'm seeing all the benefits of my child right now, having both parents in our life, although we're not together, but we're still doing everything that we can do to make sure she has a better future. So it's very possible, and it may be hard in the very beginning for a lot of people, because uh, especially when you was in a relationship with somebody, but once you get over that relationship trouble, that relationship trauma, there is a positive uh, hope. That's great. Positive. Yeah. I, and I know you look yeah, back I, and you're like, man, we should have just, we should have figured this out way sooner because it, it caused you a lot less stress in the long run. Yes, and that's the thing. I, you know, a lot of my friends, they still going through some of the same stuff, same stuff. But I'm like, 
hey man, you got to get over that getting upset. You got to be over that, you know, not agreeing. You know what I'm saying? It's going to take a lot of compromise, you know, to raise a child. And you're not going to always agree. But as long as you both got the best interest in mind for your child, it can really work out. Like, I would have never thought we'd been at this point. But through everything that we've been mm-hmm. through, that is possible. And my child, I just took her to school right now. And uh, we got a great program that, you know, she's in sports, she's in band. And uh, I just want to say to all the parents that's out there that's going through ups and downs with their child's father and child's mother, that whatever it is that your child needs, whatever it is that y'all two need to provide as a team, you know, as a family, you ain't got to be together to be a family. But whatever y'all can do as a family to, you know what I'm saying, make sure your child has a better future, man, take care of that, man. All right. Well, thank you for calling, brother. I'm glad y'all got it together. for sure. Follow me. Hey, BK Baby, he's so crazy on Instagram. All right, brother. BK Baby, he's so crazy. (laughs) There you go. 800-585-1051. Are you in a relationship where y'all not together, but y'all co-parent just fine? How did y'all get there? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it, man. I like it. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Kalani was uh, here uh, Friday. We had a, a good conversation with her about co-parenting. Yeah. You're going on tour. Yeah. How is that going to be with the baby? I mean, her dad's awesome, and he's super, like, fluid when it comes to my career. So he's like... You want, me, you want me to come with her and just like we all hang out and like we'll go back and forth and we just have a great system and we're a great co-parenting team and we just we'll take it as it comes. But you know you always hear about baby daddy drama and baby mama yeah. drama like you don't ever hear about like healthy co-parenting too much. I think when really at the, the moment you guys become parents you guys need to view each other as literally whoever this baby is parents that's Word. it like you need to all the ex thing needs to go out the window so. Yeah man I think it's very selfish of you to worry about you know, your relationship over your child. Like, I've seen it all the time. I got homeboys whose, you know, baby mamas try to weaponize, you know, the child, you know, uh, in the situation just because they're not together no more. And I think that's just whack because kids need both of their parents, period. Healthy co-parenting equates to a healthy child. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? This is Fallon. Fallon, good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing? Good morning. Doing well, doing well. Tell us your story, mama. Okay, so I met my baby father when we were like 14, 15 in high school, and we had a baby later in life, like around 30. So, you know, everything was great, but, you know, having children, you have differences, and you're learning each other in a different way. And we started to be added about little different things, career choices, and it just happened. You know, he eroded. We moved out of town. We didn't really have a plan, and it just eroded. So then we're going through a custody battle now. And, you know, we're beefing, like, beefing hard. And I'm like, damn, you know, I don't want to be in this space, but you feel like you got to hold your ground and all those stereotypes kind of falling into it. But I thought about one thing. I was raised by my father, and my mother, she got on drugs, and he never slandered her. No matter how bad off in the street she was, he didn't even divorce Mm. her until, like, she passed away. And I thought about that moment that I was better than that, and I knew better. And I thought about my daughter, and I was like, you know what? This, this This is beneath me. So we got to that point. We got right. back together as parents, not as a couple. And we knew that we could make a better daughter. And, you know, we went on, we've been on vacations. We did all different types of things together. We actually go shopping. We take trips together. It works out really good. And especially since COVID, it really worked because 
I ended up getting exposed to the virus and I couldn't be around anyone. And he held it down, you know what I mean? So imagine if we was in that broken relationship. And not to mention, I lost my mother, my both of my grandparents. So if I didn't have that support system with him and it's broken, my daughter would have been suffering. So I had to grow up as a woman and realize that it was really, really important to just work together, you know? And my That's daughter, she, she enjoys everything. She enjoys everything, you know, especially growing up where I'm from, Detroit. It's not too many representations. I want to give a shout out to him for working hard. He a mail carrier, getting the the, the worked out of him. And I there work in go. a restaurant. I never stop working. Neither one of us. And you know, it's Montclair for everybody. You know what I'm saying? So we doing it. <laughs> and that's it. for everybody. Montclair for everybody. Yes, you know it gets cold in the D. You know that. <laughs> Thank you, Mama. I drop one of clues bombs for Detroit. She says Montclair for everybody. That's what I'm talking about. Shamika, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Shamika, now you got a, I guess, I don't want to say a weird situation, but maybe a weird situation. Break it down. Okay, I have three kids. Every kid has their own father. And I'm the willing parent. I'm willing to be the co-parent. I'm willing to get along so that we can co-parent for the kids. There's this one that's willing to, and we live together. We live together, but we don't date. We don't have any sexual intercourse or anything. And we get along just fine as if we do date. But we get along better while we don't date. Wow, I mean, I'm so confused here. Hmm. So she has so three, baby, three daddies. baby daddies. So they three different, three different baby daddies. You live with one of them, but y'all don't have sex with each other. But y'all date. Right, and this is the last child father. Why don't y'all have sex with each other? Okay, so we don't have sex because during the pregnancy there was a lot of in and out. He would leave like once a month. He he'll leave one month, then he'll come back a month, then he'll leave a month, then he'll come back a month. And I told him after my baby, it wasn't gonna happen. It was just emotions everywhere. After I had the baby, he decided to do it again, and I told him to make sure it was going to be his decision. And he left. He left for, like, three months this time, and he came back because his car was tore up. And I, inside, I said I'd never help him again. But with the car being tore up, he wouldn't be able to go to work. I wouldn't be able to have any financial support with the child. So I allowed myself mm-hmm. to get up and go and get him. And I started taking him and picking him up, and it became a strain on me because of the distance. So he decided to stay because I got COVID. He decided to stay in the house while oh, wow. I had COVID, and he never left. Wow. And he, he gave us COVID. <laughs> wow. So do you date other oh, men or no? Um, no, I don't. Okay. And it's because every time I leave a relationship, mind you, my child is only six months. And every time I leave a relationship, I give myself time to heal, at least a year or two. Well, I'm sending you and your third baby daddy healing energy. There you go. Okay. I don't know what else to tell you. But, <laughs> right. I mean, we get along. I love it. As long as we can get along, I love it. All right. Well, well. where is this going to go, though? What's the future? Y'all just going to grow up in the house together and, like, yep. never be with each other? Like, what's, is there a possibility of y'all getting back together and being a couple? Like, what, what's, what's the end goal? I wouldn't mind if he changes ways because we get along well. We co-parent well. He, um, he even, he's a father to the other kids as well. Um, I don't, I'm open to dating again. I am. Um, I think that he is as well because the emotions are definitely there. We show it, but we just don't act on it. <laughs> is he seeing other people? I don't really know. I don't think he does. Um, he's more of a conserved person. He don't really run the streets. He work and comes straight to the house, even though we don't date. He don't speak to other women on the phone, which I do. if he does, I don't mind because we, we just co-parent. But he doesn't do any anything disrespectful in my face. Which it wouldn't be disrespectful, okay. but he, he wouldn't do anything like that. True indeed. We'll send right. yeah. We well, just want you to be happy. That's right. Mm-hmm. Have a good one, Mama. Now, what's the moral of the story if there is a moral? 
The moral of the story is simple. Healthy co-parenting equates to a healthy child. It's not rocket science. It's not complicated. Very selfish of people to worry about their relationship with their baby mother or baby daddy over the child. Kids need both of their parents, period. All right. And we got rumors on the way, ye? Yes, and we'll talk about this celebrity, and he's a big celebrity, literally, but he says he doesn't even want to be in that position anymore. He wants to be a philanthropist. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Uh, we are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. Well, as happy as Mondays can be. Yeah. And shout out to everybody again that came out to our uh, real estate seminar we did over the weekend in Atlantic City. Uh, so many people. We had over a 1,000 people. Uh, we had a bunch of people that were uh, that purchased properties, purchased investment properties. We're getting more information, uh, getting details. Shout out to Wallow. He spoke. Shout out to the credit dude. He helped people uh, with their credit. We had people talk about insurance. We had auction.com uh, explaining to people how to get those properties. So, you know, I'm big on uh, owning properties and owning investment properties. So it was a great event. So shout out to everybody that came out there. Absolutely. And salute to everybody who uh, tuned into the God's Honest Truth uh, this past Friday night at 10 p.m. on Comedy Central. You can scream it on uh, Paramount Plus, you know, all week. Uh, mm-hmm. Salute to Terrence J and uh, Pretty V. You know, I had them in a sketch this past Thursday. And uh, salute to my guy, uh, Ja Rule. You know, with, I uh, seen Ja Rule's sketch. Yeah. yeah. With what, with, what, what does Ja think? You know, Dave Chappelle asked the question, you know, years ago in a stand-up special that... It pops up every now and then. People always want to know what Ja Rule thinks about certain issues. So Ja Rule chimed in on uh, whether or not Jagger Hoover's name should be on the FBI building. So mm-hmm. salute to Ja. And tune in every Friday at 10 p.m. to Comedy Central to the God's Honest Truth. All right. Now My you, late night talk show. Yeah, we got rumors on the way. Yes, and we are going to talk about NBA Youngboy looking like he's going to have a number one album this week. We'll talk about his his release while he's in prison. All right, we'll get into that next. So keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Drake. Drake. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, this could potentially be the most watched Drinks Champs episode yet, right? Drake is going to be on. Now, if you all recall, this was like a few months ago. Nori had even posted that he was going to get Drake. He posted a picture of him and Drake and that he was going to be on Drink Champs. And I guess now it's happening this week. Here's Nori. Monday, Drake is on Drink Champs. Drizzy, Drink Champs, Drink Champs, Drizzy, Drizzy, Drink Champs. That's dope. Shout to N.O. Yeah, I don't know if it's officially confirmed yet, though. Uh, Drake never said no. He never said yes. But that is one I would enjoy seeing, especially if Drake is in there, you know, uh, tipsy. That would be very, very interesting. Well, if Nori said, I believe it. It's going to happen. Well, if Drake said, I believe it. I believe Nori. But, you know, Drake Drake is known to uh, say that, but then don't show up. Because, you know, didn't he post a picture with Nori? Um, I think, I don't know if it was early this year or last year and he was like drink champs loading april 12th that was april 12th mm-hmm. okay it was april 12th yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. so when it happens so maybe uh, they had the conversation and then you know it's had but he did say that drake is going to address the dmx beef on drink champs also that'd be very interesting so he knows something Mm-hmm. That'd be very interesting. All right, now let's talk about numbers too, because Certified Lover Boy has been at the top of the charts uh, for the first three for three weeks since it came out, and mm. now they're saying that potentially NBA YoungBoy could uh, knock that off for this week. So we'll see what happens. 
But he's on track to do about 135000 in his first week from, by the way, he's in jail right now still. And the album, Sincerely Control, is also not getting any promotion on YouTube. His manager uh, reported that he hasn't got any support for his latest album on that platform, and that's because of his arrest for federal weapons possession. He posted, YouTube told us they can't promote Youngboy because of his image. Weak-ass platform, your number one artist three years in a row. Now, in 2020, I, I, the Wall Street Journal did say NBA Youngboy is the biggest artist on YouTube. That's great. I think NBA Youngboy Young might of his be image? the biggest. What happened just now? You were talking to so was Birdman at the same time? Where did Birdman come from? But you can't. But you can't. Now, you can't, uh, well, you can't. well, Birdman was on the Big Facts podcast. That's why he was about to play what Birdman had to say about Youngboy. I think oh. NBA Youngboy might be the biggest rapper. Nah, he not normal. He's special. Big money right there, brother. I think he's a billion dollar n- He gonna get it in tour, merchant, music. Well, you know, first of all, salute to the Big Facts Podcast. You can listen to them on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast mm-hmm. Network. But I don't understand why YouTube can't promote NBA Youngboy. That sounds what crazy. is NBA Youngboy doing that every other rapper's not doing? That right. sounds wild. He's yeah, not the I mean, first but, rapper to go to jail and for guns. <laughs> like or whatever. What is, I don't even know what he's in jail for. What is he in jail for? Uh, so it was an arrest that happened in his hometown. He's not guilty. He pleaded a, a not guilty in regard to that case. But then there was another incident where it was like a. Remember they had that high speed chase. It was a short chase from the um, LAPD, and then he ended up going to jail for that. YouTube yeah, still play R. Kelly. YouTube still plays every rapper. Yeah, that's still crazy. Well, it's not that they don't play. They're saying that they don't prom- they don't promote it. I guess so. It's, it's uh, on there. Uh, okay. You know how like certain playlists and stuff like that. So uh, okay. right. Well, I respect so, him being a young boy. Highest so, screaming artist on YouTube. Uh, you know, rapper wise, doesn't get radio play, but still probably gonna have the number one album in the country. And he's been doing that for some years. Now. And no features on this album, by the way, Sincerely Control. So, you know, shout out to NBA Youngboy. All right, now BET Awards, they have announced all of the presenters and the host, and it's going to be hosted by 85 South. So that's DC Youngfly, Carlos Miller, and Chico Bean. That should be really fun, and they're actually going to be recording that on, I think they recorded on the 1st, and then it airs on the 5th. That's right, they recorded on Friday. Mm -hmm. BET Awards happens on Friday. Friday, yep. Salute to the 85 South Show. Make sure you check out the 85 South Show on the Black Effect iHeartRadio Podcast Network. And Chico Bean is on a... He's on my late night talk show, The God's Honest Truth, as well. So salute to my guys. Yeah, I seen DC Young Fly Friday. He performed at the Barclays. He killed it. And then I seen him on the street. So shout out to DC Young Fly. All right. Well, Trina, Remy Ma, Jermaine Dupree, and Tank are all going to be presenters for the nominees. Young Thug, Gunna, BLO, John, Baby Keem, Isaiah Rashad are also going to be performing. And Nelly is getting the 2021 I Am Hip Hop Award. Also, Big Daddy Kane is paying special tribute to Biz Markie as well. All right. And let's talk about Shaq. He recently did an interview with the New York Post and basically said he no longer wants to be a celebrity, which is going to be hard because it's no turning back from that. He's already a celebrity. And here's what he had to say. Celebrities are crazy. I don't want to be in that category. They're going freaking insane. Don't call me that anymore. These people are out of their freaking mind. How they treat people, what they do, what they say. That's never been me. I never want to be looked at like that. But just because I made it don't mean I'm bigger than you. Just because I made it don't mean I'm smarter than you. Just because I have more money than you don't mean that I'm better than you. 
I've never been that way and I never will be that way. So I don't want to be in that category with them people. So when they talk about Shaq, it's what you say he's a nice guy. I denounce my celebrityness <laughs> today. I love Shaq. I respect Shaq so much and I agree <laughs> with him 100%. And can- I would like to tell Shaq he's not a celebrity. Shaq is an icon. He is. And it's a difference. It's a difference between celebrity and being an icon. Shaq is an icon. Not to mention, I don't know what celebrity is nowadays, okay? Because there's people on the talking of the ticks who are more popular than people that's on TV and in movies. So I don't even true. know what equates to celebrity nowadays. But so, he can't He can't make that decision. People are going to make him a celebrity regardless. He, he can't do that. I respect not a celebrity, it. Though. And he's, he's, Shaq's not a celebrity. Definitely true what he said. Shaq's an icon. Shaq's not a celebrity. It's a difference. It really is a difference between, like, icon and whatever celebrity is nowadays. Shaq is a bona fide legend in a real way. He's a legend, absolutely. Everybody don't get that. All right, well, that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Missy. Charlamagne, who you giving that donkey to? Uh, donkey of the day is going to a brother named Vincent Paterno. Okay, we'd like him to come to the front of the congregation. We would like to have a word with him, please. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Audible is your source for best-selling audiobooks, hot new releases, and popular podcasts, plus exclusive titles you can't find anywhere else. It's all in the one app. Get your first one free when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audible.com slash breakfast club. Don't be out here acting like a donkey. Hee-haw, bitch. Yeah. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Mm-hmm. I'm a big boy. I can take it. If he feel I deserve it, ain't no big deal. I know Charlamagne guy gonna have some funny shit out his mouth. If you gotta say something you may not agree with, doesn't mean I'm mean. Who's getting that donkey? That donkey. That donk, 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 donk. Donkey of the Day right there. <laughs> the, the Breakfast Club, bitches. You can call me the Donkey of the Day, but like, I mean no harm. Yeah, it's Donkey of the Day for Monday, September 27th. Goes to a young man named Vincent Paterno. Have you ever heard me say on this radio that some of y'all just too poor to be prejudiced? I've said that here before, and I stand on that. Okay, I also would like to expound on what I mean by that. It's simple. See, we live in a society now where it seems to me the things people once kept to themselves, they now feel free to expose to the world. I believe because social media makes it easy for you to find your tribe. Regardless of what your vibe is, regardless of what your energy is, social media will allow you to connect with other like-minded individuals. Now, I'm a stern believer that you should never lower your vibe to find your tribe, but some of y'all are already vibrating on low frequencies anyway, so other people vibrating on low frequencies, y'all click up with, and y'all form these trauma bonds, okay? Y'all form these trauma bonds online with folks, and now y'all got a crew, and that crew gives you comfort and makes you feel like what you believe, regardless of what it is, is gospel, okay? There are things that we know are criminal or just downright wrong that you will see people do on social media. Simply because they have a squad of people to go along with, okay, to go along with whatever they are going through. But one thing folks fail to realize is this, that low vibe tribe ain't dying for you. Okay, that low vibe tribe ain't helping you pay your bills. But sometimes people risk their livelihoods and our lives for whatever BS their low vibe tribe is on via the internet. Case in point, Vincent Paterno, 
39 years old, works at FedEx, drop one of Clues bombs for all the FedEx workers, okay? Let me tell you something. Delivery drivers are the unsung heroes of our lives, okay? We often reduce deliver delivery drivers to just their trucks and packages, okay? Amazon, FedEx, UPS, you're just happy to see that truck pull up and deliver your package. But there is a human being behind that wheel, and that human is responsible for the joy we receive when we receive our packages, okay? Delivery drivers are the epitome of essential workers. If the pandemic didn't show us that, Nothing will. I appreciate the hell out of all delivery drivers. Drop one of the clues bombs for the delivery drivers once again. Now, here's the thing. I don't care what my delivery driver is. I don't care what race they are. I don't care what religion they are. I don't care about their political ideology, their sexuality, nothing. All I care is that I get my packages, period. And I hope my driver feels the same way about me. And even if he or she does not care about you know, what my race or what my religion is or what my politics are. I would hope that didn't impact my deliveries. I would hope that didn't impact, you know, their service to me. Well, uh, former FedEx driver Vincent Paterno um, didn't see things that way. See, there's a story going around that Vincent Paterno was fired because he shared this clip on the Talking of the Ticks. Listen. What's up, TikTok? Just wanted to come on here and uh, let all you know, if you don't have a flag in front of your house, and if you have a Joe Biden, Kamala camel toe posted up in front of your house, Black Lives Matter, I will not deliver your I will bring that back and I will keep doing that. Have a good day. Why did we deliver that word? You can't say that word? The word that he's used to describe Kamala Harris, you can't say that? That's insane to me. Uh, bad choices are really my pet peeve because I truly believe life is not a matter of chance it's a matter of choice and there's something about these smartphones that trigger poor decision making skills in humans i still don't understand why folks have not grasped that what you do online can ruin your life offline and this is one of those times now vincent says that's not true uh he, he that he got fired he said he actually had given fedex notice that he was quitting prior to that video which makes sense because you had to know a video like that would probably get you fired anyway but listen to vincent explain the media likes to flip apparently saying that fedex had fired me after the video went viral funny i have a couple of text messages that i sent out to my boss in august stating that september 3rd was going to be my last day Here's another text message, September 13th. Here's a text message that I sent to my coworker on my last day. Crazy how I posted that video last Saturday and that video went viral a few days ago, I think Wednesday. Didn't know I can get fired when I didn't work there anymore. Stop listening to fake news. Vincent, you're missing the point. Like you're more concerned about people, your followers or whoever. Okay, you're more concerned about them thinking you were fired than you are about the fact that you probably ruined all future employment. See, Vincent Paterno, people know your name now. You are known as the guy who was fired because you didn't want to deliver packages to people because of their political beliefs and because of their support for BLM, Black Lives Matter. Uh, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. I don't care about your political be beliefs or organizations. You choose to support. All I care about is if you can properly do your job. All right, the fact you said you would not deliver people their 
their packages. That's the issue, okay? I don't care what you feel about someone's political belief, but when you're a public servant and it impacts your service, you got to go. And this is what I mean when I say some people are too poor to be prejudiced. A guy like Vincent doesn't have the luxury of being prejudiced. You can't do what these politicians do. You can't do what these rich white men who are already in positions of power do. See, they set for life. You are not. That's why I don't understand poor bigots. You so broke, all you got is prejudice. That's the only thing that makes you feel alive that's the only thing that gives your life value is your ability to be prejudiced by the way vincent obstructing mail delivery is a crime okay so not only will your future employment probably be impacted you're probably going to jail and for what to please the people on the talking of the ticks this is why I like when everyone kept things like politics and religion to themselves. Do you remember those days? Oh, those were the good old days. Like, it causes a bunch of unnecessary mess like this. And to think, if Vincent Paterno, the FedEx driver, or should I say former FedEx driver, feels like this, how many other daily people are you encountering that are hindering your progress? You know what I mean? How many people do you meet on the daily that are straight up not serving you and not being of service to you because of who you are and what you believe? Let's discuss. But first, please let Remy Ma give Vincent Paterno the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? All right. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's open up the phone lines. All right, 800-585-1051. What are we asking? Charlamagne? What'd you say? I hear you. I said, well, I said, let's open up the phone lines. What are we asking? What's the question? <laughs> oh, oh, the question is simple. The question is, you know, have you ever, you know, uh, let somebody's political ideologies impact, you know, y- your service to them? Like if you're a public servant, like if you're, you know, a FedEx driver or a, a waitress or just people who do, you know, public service. Have you ever let somebody's political ideologies, you know, impact your service to them. Okay. All right. Let's open up the phone lines. Let's discuss. And you would have to remain anonymous. I'm sure. Change your name. I'm sure you wouldn't want to, you know, give up who you are. Yeah, we wouldn't you lose work. your job today on a Monday. Yes. All yes. right. Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club topic. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just joined us, Charlamagne gave donkey today to who? Uh, Vincent Paterno. Vincent Paterno is a former FedEx driver who FedEx is saying they fired because he posted uh, a video on TikTok saying how he wouldn't deliver packages to people who have Biden-Harris paraphernalia in their yard or people who have Black Lives Matter paraphernalia in their yard. All right, so uh, 800-585-1051, would you not do a service to somebody because of the things that they believe in or or maybe their prejudices? I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, it, I, think, I think I think more, I, I wouldn't say prejudices. I would say their political ideologies. So okay. I would keep it at that. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's different. political ideologies. Yeah, because if you're prejudiced, like I'm not going to go to the, you know, the, Ku Klux Klan party and, and you know hey DJ can you DJ for me that's that's something I wouldn't DJ I don't know but- I mean but I think I mean but not hey, but here's what about thing. a Trump rally nah I pass but here's the thing you might have done something um you know you might have you might have already supported a Trump supporter and don't know it like I mean we, we purchase we purchase things every day from people 
you know, we 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 we, we take gigs from individuals. We don't know who's actually behind certain things. So you that's just true. never know. Right. I wouldn't. But I mean, there is no way of knowing. You know what I mean? And that's fine. But I wouldn't do a Trump rally. But if somebody likes Trump, it's I the mean, reason, some it's the reason why they like Trump. I'm not. Some, I'm not. I don't hate. Trump supporters, because I'm sure there's Trump supporters that like Trump for different reasons. They don't have to be prejudiced to like Trump. They might be in a different tax bracket and feel like Trump's tax plan is better or his real estate plan is better. But, you know, if, if it's a Trump rally, I'm not DJing a Trump rally, you know? Well, I would say this. If I was in the juice bar working and somebody came in wearing a Trump mask, I would not serve them their juice or do anything to it just because of the mask that they have on or a t-shirt that they're wearing. Correct. Now, as far as like going into business, I'm sure, you know, if, if it's something that's front and center, there was one time I was looking to uh, open something in Lisa spot and the guy was like an avid Trump supporter who was the owner of the building. And it did concern me. Cause I was like, what if he has prejudices against me and I'm in business with this person and I can't, I didn't know what to do about that. So I felt like it was better with my instinct to not do it. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Charlamagne, what about you? Uh, would I not serve someone because of their political ideologies? No, I don't know. Because, I mean, that, that that's very broad, right? Because we, we, it's the FedEx driver today. But then what if you're, what if it's your surgeon tomorrow? That's true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I feel like when you have a job to do, especially a job that um, a job that really you should just be objective about because your, your job Dang. is service. Like when you're delivering packages, you got to deliver package. When you're a surgeon, you got to save lives like it's just certain thing. A pilot, like a pilot, have to fly and land the plane. It's just certain things that people do that are bigger than you, right? And bigger than what you know the person I'm serving believes. I think so, anyway. All right. Well, we had Carl on the line. His phone just got disconnected. Carl said he was an Uber driver, and he would give his riders one star if they were Trump supporters. Oh wow! All right. Well, let's go to hello. Who's this? Hey, this is Rance from Conway, bro. Hey, what's up, bro? Talk to us, man. Um, no, I'm actually a FedEx driver myself, and um. You know, I never cared, bro, uh, about a Confederate flag. Like I said, I'm from South Carolina. Never cared about anything like that, man, whenever you deliver the package. Um, as I told the other person, when you meet a lady or a man who's dealing with cancer or something of that nature, and you bring them the medicine that they need to help them survive, that's a big that's a big uplift for us. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know what my man, whatever Mr. Vincent was thinking, but we don't roll that way. A hundred percent. Yo, question. FedEx, FedEx, okay. y'all make a y'all got a great life, don't y'all? Y'all got good careers and benefits and great everything benefits, else, right? Yep. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I mean, I won't even lie, FedEx changed my life, man. Bought a home for my lady, my son, so I mean, it's been a dream for me. And you okay. gonna mess that guy gonna mess that up just because of somebody else's political beliefs? He he crazy. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's AJ. Hey, good morning. What's your name? It's AJ. Hey, AJ. AJ. All right, AJ, calm down. We got you now. <laughs> so, <laughs> talk, talk to us, AJ. All right, so I just only called because I, um, years ago I was working at this well-known um, children's hospital in North Atlanta. And it's a lot of, you know, um, well, well put together families whose kids come there. But I was taking care of this kid that whose parents were from like the mountainous area in Tennessee. And they basically told me that I was caring for their son and they were just like, can a N-I-G-G-E-R care for or touch their son and I needed to leave. I probably voted for, um, voted for Obama anyway. And I was like, wait, what? And they said it again. And so I just thought it was crazy that their son, who was very, very sick, who was dying, they just didn't want me to take care of them just because of the color of my skin. Oh, that that's 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 an old thing, though. I've seen that before. I've I've seen racist white people not want the black doctor to touch them. I've seen that before. 
But mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. It, it just, to me, it didn't make any sense. And then it's like the fact that they were like, oh, you probably voted for Obama anyway. Like, I'm like, what does that have to do with Disgusting, anything? Like, right. <laughs> it, I mean, it, I was really offended. And then it's the fact that the ma- my manager pulled me from taking care of that patient. Like, it's like you're allowing the racism to continue by even allowing them or supporting their whether you whether you know it or not yeah and maybe she didn't uh believe in your ability to still properly do your job even though you're mu- clearly much better than those people and you still would have done your job but maybe uh, that she pulled you because she didn't believe in your ability to still be able to perform i don't know maybe all right well thank you mama <laughs> for calling in all right, y'all have a good day. All right, 800-585-1051. What are we asking, sir? We are asking, would you let somebody's political ideologies impact your service to them? All right. We'll take your calls when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know when there, Call me. Add your opinions to The Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, Charlemagne gave Donkey of the Day to who? Vincent Paterno. He's a former FedEx driver who uh, FedEx is saying they fired because of his, because he posted a video saying he refused to deliver packages to people who had Biden Harris signs in their yard or Black Lives Matter signs in their yard. Which right. is just ridiculous. I mean, if you look at FedEx. Right, he just didn't do his job. Happened, which is crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to post that on TikTok. You know what I'm saying? FedEx is a great job. They got so many different benefits, medical, dental, vision. They got uh, work-life balance. They got tuition reimbursement. And you're going to F all of that up because of somebody else's political ideologies? That's just nonsense. All right, well, let's go to the phone lines. Let's ask some people what they do the same. Hello, who's this? Yo, this Tyler Guy, producer extraordinaire. What's up, man? Talk to us. Man, so check me out. One time, like eight years ago, I was working for Mangiano's, and it was a real pretentious family that come in every Sunday, every Monday. You know, like they're regular and everything. She called me boy twice, man. I about lost it on the inside, Ooh. man. So, like the white, the white, the, the white family. You know what I'm saying? It was a white family of six. They come in, you know, they feel like they own the place. That they've been coming our years, you know. I'm the new guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm a server. So, boom. So, I, I decided not to put in their order. You know what I'm saying? I just decided, you know. Oh, man. I'm not going to put in their order. You know, I don't play with nobody's food, but I ain't put in their order, man. So, boom. 20 minutes later, I put in their order, and food was coming out. I had the food running around to a whole different table, man. It was a whole totally different table. I messed up that whole experience. All That's not how you get good karma, twice. sir. That, I got horrible karma after that, man. I'm telling horrible. you, God, <laughs> never, God, God is never going to judge you based off how people treat you. He's going to judge you based off how you treat people. So even when people do you dirty, you know, you still got to show them love, man. That's still difficult. That's hard. Energy. I'm not there yet either. It, it was a hard not for one, me. Man. It was a difficult, bro. No way you're going to call you going to be racist and I, I'm still going to serve you? Nah, I ain't serving you. How do I swallow Charlamagne, how does he swallow? What's wrong with y'all mouth sometimes? Like, you know what I mean? When, when, a, when a white person calls y'all a racial slur, call him one back. Oh, goddamn right. Call, I would do it too, but I wouldn't serve him. No, I, would, I couldn't serve him, man. So I just sent their food off. I took hell alone, but I ended up getting fired. I got horrible reviews. I got banned from my Janos. Like, I stopped serving in. And I'm like, man, I'm finna follow my dream. I can't do what's this. You rapping? No, I ain't no rapper, man. My name's Tyler Guy. I'm the producer for I Love My Plug DJs. And DJ Cutthroat, shout out my big dog. That's where I'm at in Atlanta right now. Just moved out here. I never went back. I got flewed out. 
All right, man. Congratulations. I don't. I think I'm congratulating you. That. You are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got flewed out in uh, March. I never went back. I was like, nah, I ain't going back. I went there until they hired me. You hear me? All right. Damn. Congratulations, yeah, sir. So all, all from that, I learned, you know, not to treat people even though, you know, they can affect me on the inside. You know, bad karma, man. That shit, you know, I, I can't do it. That's all right. right. It ain't worth it. Like, you got to stay blessed, man. It. I'm telling Thank you, God you, is not going to judge you based off how people treat you. He's going to judge you based off how you treat people. That sounds even if great. somebody does me dirty, I don't care. I'm going to still, you know, continue to give them positive energy and send them healing energy. Oh, I'm not going to mess with them at all. God He's bless you. That, but, but I'm not going to try to do anything negative to them. I ain't going to try to force, force anything on them, force their karma on them. Sometimes I need a little revenge. Success is the best revenge. Look at your life, King. Hello. You know what I'm saying? Look at my life, King. Success is always the best revenge. Who cares? Because that's gonna make that's gonna hurt them even more. Sometimes they sit around and they try to throw dirt on your name and they looking at you and you just continue to prosper and God keeps blessing you. That's amazing. That's the best revenge. Success. Sometimes you just want to choose violence once or twice, though. You know, some, nope. sometimes. Because that one choice of violence can ruin everything you got going on right now. Not to say nope. me choose violence, but if violence happens, you're just like, oh well. No. What? <laughs> no. Oh. That's karma. All right. I got I got Send me some healing energy. I'm definitely sending you some healing energy. I need to grow a little bit. Now, do we have a moral of the story? Was that the moral? Uh, the moral of the story is, you know, somebody's political ideology should not impact your service to them. It just shouldn't. Like, you got a job to do. And the job that you do, if you're a FedEx driver, your job is bigger than whatever the person's packages you're delivering beliefs. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. Yes, and he's worth almost $200 billion, and he is also now semi-single. We'll tell you who it is. All right. And also, if you want to go to Powerhouse NYC to see artists like Migos, Saweetie, Moneybag, Yo, uh, Shout the Spin King, and a host of others, keep a lock because we got some tickets to give away. All right? That happens next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning on this Friday. How are you? Oh, it's a Friday. On this it's Monday. It's Friday, Negro. It's Monday. I want it to be Friday. Wow, it's Friday. I was like, I just got back to work. I want it That's to be Friday so bad. But all right, let's you get to the rumors. I know, and I'm ready to leave. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Elon Musk. <laughs> Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The Rumor Report. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, it looks like Elon Musk and Grimes have semi-broken up. Now, he told Page Six the two of them will continue to co-parent their one-year-old son, but that working in different parts of the country led to them taking more separate paths. He said, we are semi-separated, but still love each other, see each other frequently, and are on great terms. It's mostly that my work at SpaceX and Tesla requires me to be primarily in Texas or traveling overseas, and her work is primarily in L.A. She's staying with me now, and Baby X is in the adjacent room. So they've been dating since 2018. Now, Lakeith's Stanfield then posted on Instagram, Grimes, are you taking applications? Now, you said Asking Grimes, for a friend. like, uh, is she is she a celebrity or artist? I don't know who Grimes is or just his girlfriend. I don't, I, yeah, she's an artist. Oh, she is an artist. Okay, I had no clue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a pop star. Okay. All right, now, Eminem has also launched his mom's spaghetti restaurant with Store for Stands in Detroit. So the restaurant um, is set to open on September 29th, my brother's birthday, 5 p.m. in downtown uh, Detroit. It has an attached shop called The Trailer, and that is the Store for Stands. And so the re restaurant is reportedly the result of a partnership between him and the local restaurant group Union Joints. So I'm That's sure when I'm in Detroit, I'm going to stop by Mom's Spaghetti. 
That's a phenomenal name for Eminem's restaurant too, Mom's Spaghetti. That's that's phenomenal. That's hard. That's from Lose Yourself, right? Yeah, Lose Yourself. Mm-hmm. All right, now Ja Rule has been making the rounds ever since his verses, and he was just recently on Charlemagne's show, The God's Honest Truth. As you know, Dave Chappelle has that infamous joke where, you know, what does Ja think at a time like this? And here is what happened. What's in a name that which we call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet? Shakespeare once said, love all, trust a few, do wrong to none. Well, Shakespeare never crossed swords with J. Edgar Hoover and the FBI, now did he? So what resides in the name? What does it evoke in the soul upon its utterance? For those of the diaspora, anguish, anxiety, and angst, a triple alliteration of malarkey and murder. And if one can alter the name of that American football club from the District of Columbia for its offense to one group of persons, cannot the same be done for another, for a sister, for a brother? For I asked before, what's in the name? That's what Ja thinks. Yeah, the context is, you know, this past episode was titled Only the Feds Are Fear, and I was discussing the FBI and J. Edgar Hoover and asking the question, you know, why a bigot like J. Edgar Hoover's name was still on the FBI building. And it's probably because his ideologies are still in the building. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when asking that question, you know the obvious thing I was wondering, what does Ja think? So, mm-hmm. yeah, you'll absolutely see more of a what does Ja think segments on The God's Honest Truth every Friday night at 10 p.m. on Comedy Central. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. And shout out to Jaru, who was also on Drink Champs as well. They talked about the recent versus battle. Uh, you know, Jaru is always very honest about what he thinks. And yeah, a lot of other things that they discussed, too. They didn't play any R. Kelly records during that battle. He talked about being prepared for 50 Cent. He talked about his critics. Uh, pretty much everything. So that is your rumor report. Make sure you check that out. All right. Yeah, another another phenomenal uh, Drink Champs conversation with uh, Nori and Ja. But, you know, Nori and Ja are friends. So, you know, they, it, they their conversations, it's just like when Nori and Fat Joe get together. They all get very, 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 very loose. Yeah, and comfortable. Yeah, so you, can, you, you can listen to the Drink Champs podcast on the Black Effect iHeart Radio Podcast Network, wherever you get podcasts. All right. Uh, shout to ye. Thank you for that rumor. Revolt, we'll see you tomorrow. Now, everybody else, if you want a chance to go to Powerhouse NYC to see Migos, Moneybag Yo, Polo G, Saweetie, Capella Gray, Spin King, and Friends, enter for a chance right now. Text today's keyword, Powerhouse. That's Powerhouse to 37911, all right? You'll be entered for a chance to win a trip to Powerhouse, New York City, all right? And during the mix, yep, let's get it in. It's all about Powerhouse. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Audible is your source for best-selling audiobooks, hot new releases, and popular podcasts, plus exclusive titles you can't find anywhere else. It's all in the one app. Get your first one free when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audible.com slash breakfast club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. All right, now, I don't forget my Carcella. Detroit and Miami goes down on the 30th of October and 12-12, which is in December. I can't wait to see you guys, uh, your favorite celebrity cars, exotic cars, and a host of others. So get your tickets if you haven't got them already. It's a family fun day, and I can't wait to see you guys. And also, we announced Powerhouse New York City this morning. 
So if you want to see Migos, Moneybag, Yo, Polo G, Saweetie, Capella, Grace, Ben King and Friends, and more, uh, don't forget, tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. But all you got to do is text the keyword powerhouse to 37911, and you could be in the building, and that's powered by Remy Martin. All right. I do want to give a a quick shout-out to the American Foundation for the University of the West Indies. I was in Jamaica. I got to visit their campus, UE's campus uh, in Jamaica, and they do such great work. I got to meet some of the students who actually graduated, who received those scholarships a lot of people who were having financial issues and didn't know how, how they would be able to make it through the semester due to uh, constraints in their family sometimes there's natural disasters that are out of their control people don't know where the money's going to come from and just to see the doctors the engineers all the recipients of those scholarships thanks to donations that people give people are able to attend school get their books that they need laptops ipads all of those things you know that's great work that they do and you get to see actually where your money goes and this year they actually found me a recipient for the scholarship who's from Montserrat, the island where my mom's side of the family is from. And so that I feel really grateful. He's actually an honor student right now. So it feels good to know that you're actually helping in some way. So shout out to Afui. And if anybody went to the University of the West Indies or they want to donate for these students to get a higher education, you can go to afui.org. All right. When we come back, we got the positive notice, the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlemagne. Yes, sir. Talk to us, brother. Well, listen, I want to uh, tell everybody on 1010, you know, I'm doing uh, my Mental Wealth Expo from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Marriott Marquis Times Square. Uh, it's a day of mental health education and healing, and it's free and open to the public. Uh, you just got to be vaccinated, and you can go to Mental Wealth expo.com to get into that and i want to tell everybody thank you man for tuning into the god's honest truth every friday night at 10 p.m on comedy central you know we drop the podcast uh the god's honest podcast every monday so it's uh, actually out right now so if you missed the episode on friday you can go to the black effect iHeartRadio podcast network and listen to the god's honest truth podcast available wherever you listen to podcasts so go subscribe to that And the positive note is simply this. Your greatest responsibility is to love yourself and to know you are enough. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? 